Mike. Alex. On a scale of 1 to 10, please rate the following items. Okay. Is one being the worst or one being the best? One is the worst. Okay. Ten is the best. Is this ten items? Yes. Okay, go ahead. One. Banana. A banana? That is correct. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven. Two. Yeah. The letter seven. The letter seven? That is correct. A one because that's not a letter. That is incorrect. <laughs> I don't know. Welcome back to the Weekly Undertaker. Are you kidding me? That's what you were going I'm with? I'm tired as fuck. I can't think. All right. All right. I was going to... I mean, bananas are lovely. They're not the best fruit, but they're, they're you know, enjoyable. Yeah. Anyway, are. this is the Weekly Undertaking. I'm Mike. I'm Alex. We do things every week, and then we talk about them. And those things that we normally do are things that we haven't tried before. True. That is very true. Uh, yes. And Alex, apparently this week we are doing uh, the, the object rating game. <laughs> yes. Yes. Barbell. Barbell? Like the cheese? There's a cheese named Barbell? Am I thinking? I'm thinking Maybell. I'm thinking <laughs> Maybell cheese. <laughs> like, that, no, that, should, that, that should tell you how much I how much I interact <laughs> with barbells. Wow. Well, so I said like a thing you used to exercise and your mind went to cheese. I want my mind went to cheese. Yeah, that says a lot about me as a human being. That's like legitimately hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, barbell 2, Baybell, uh, Maybell, uh, like an 8. I would you know say. what? I yeah. got to agree with you on that. Yeah. Good assessment. Yeah. Good, good, good podcast. Yeah. Uh, what, so, uh. What do we do this week, Alex? Uh, this week, we decided to create gadgets. Yeah. Uh, or gadget. Gadget. I did gadget. I did um, gadget as well. I didn't... I, I mean, uh, yeah, it's kind of like... So, um, as... Uh, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna reveal a little bit of information about myself here. Okay. I work in a school, um, and I'm not going to tell you any more information about that. He works at a school. Uh and I do not teach science. However, uh, uh oh, I, will I like where this is going. I will say that something that's interesting that came up was that um, did you ever have to do a science fair as a kid, like for middle school? Yes, actually, yeah. I did. Where you had to like do a experiment. Yes, I actually remember exactly what I did. What'd you do? That's the only reason I remember I was ever in a science fair. So I did like the classic like. Here, I'll use this as a visual example for you and for no one else. Yeah, uh, he's holding up two water bottles. So imagine two like soda bottles that are taped together at like where like the openings of each bottle are yeah and there's a bunch of water inside it so the idea is like to teach how like you create how like vortexes are formed so you turn it upside down and spin it like this and then like a like a little like a, a little like whirlpool forms Ooh, in it that's kind of cool it is cool and i did a bunch of research about whirlpools and demonstrated it at school and it was legitimately very fun that is fun yeah well, do you remember anything about whirlpools so back to your uh, yeah. explanation, Mike. <laughs> um, when I did when I did a science fair, I did a few things. I did um, the the one that I remember. I remember two the most. Two. Uh, one of them was um, also dealing with soda. I put uh, dirty pennies in different kinds of soda to see which penny would which soda would clean it the best. That's cool. Yeah, Coca Cola cleaned it the best. Really? Yeah. It was like it was disgustingly clean because that it, makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I put it in water. I put it in milk. I put it in Sprite. I put it in Coke. And the Coke, it was like. I had just like power washed it. It was so clean. <laughs> um, so it was it, that is kind of 
terrifying to think about. So logically, yeah. if you drink Coke, yeah. your insides look wonderful. Well, that's one takeaway. Yes. It. That's the one takeaway. That's my takeaway, and it's the one I feel most comfortable uh, spreading misinformation about. Yeah. The second one was the Mentos Diet Coke experiment. Nice. Yeah. I just I what I did was I made bigger holes in the Mentos and tried to see if that would affect the uh, the explosion. Like holes like in- as in like i took a like i took a pocket knife and i dug into the uh the mentos oh. and and made one hole three holes and five holes in a mentos and S- tried to see how much it would expect it would so to give it like a bigger surface area yeah it it actually worked it actually worked the the more holes the the bigger the explosion that's interesting and yeah. i guess it makes sense yeah. i just wouldn't expect it to have that big a difference well the thing is is that this is not where my where, where the point of the of my of my uh the thing i brought up was was going but the reason why it would happen was because like on mentos they're actually uh microscopic holes on it that that's what the coke goes i forget the exact reasoning but the coke interacts with those holes and that's why it explodes Mm -hmm. so when you give a bigger hole you're giving more things for the for the coke to interact with cool yeah can i have a quick suggestion for a weekly undertaking of the future uh mentos diet coke explosion yes but we do it on a ridiculous scale. How so? Like we we've spent like five hundred dollars and just buy a bunch of diet coke and a bunch of Mentos and well, you know, you can imagine. And well, then we I, do an episode about it. Uh, what we just like like the the world's largest Mentos diet coke explosion. Oh well, no! You look that look that up. We're not doing that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, but we can do a big one. Okay, that works. Or at the very least, like maybe we could just like. Do it at different places. Okay, that's something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just want to do that. Okay. I, 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 like, if tying it to this podcast is what will get us to actually do it, that's fine. We'll have to do it. We'll have to do it. Yeah. Uh, but the reason I brought it up is because science fairs are no more. In place, they have this thing called the Steam Fair. Uh, and the Steam Fair, like, like we said, science fair is kind of like, you know... Put different colored lights over plants to see which one grows the best. You know, you're actually, like, doing an experiment and practicing with the scientific... Uh, process sure the yeah like you know experiment hypothesis blah 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 now it's the design process so it's very much focused instead on engineering and building a new thing that will help the world in some way you know what that's kind of interesting it is and and kind of seems like this is a good segue into what we did this week yeah that's why i brought it up alex i see yeah um yeah i i don't know i thought that it was it's an interesting thing i um because I guess, I mean, engineering is such a valuable field nowadays that it makes sense that that's now uh, now a part of uh, young children's education. Honestly, I think that's a good choice. Yeah, it is. Um, I think I, I would agree with you. Um, and I can't wait to see the um, inventions that my kids come up with. Cool. Or that the kids come up with. You Are know? you going to participate with your invention this uh, week? Oh, you better freaking believe it. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, I, here's the thing. Disclaimer. I know nothing about the actual design process. I found out about this very recently and did no research into it. I just thought it was an interesting segue. Well, you know what? That's fun. And interesting segues is the name of this podcast. No, it's not. It's not. It's the weekly undertaking. We're normally terrible at segues. <laughs> but that's what makes it fun. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so this week we we tried to do our own steam fair. We invented things. Yes. Um, Mike, considering that I will put money on the fact that yours is going to be more interesting and more impressive, would you like to go first? I will put money on the exact opposite, Alex. Oh, We're... you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> we are great inventors. Well, I... I um. 
Yeah, sure. I'll go first. Uh, so the only thing that I know about the design process, instead of like the scientific process, the, the design process, the only thing I know about that is that the first question is we have to ask ourselves, what is a problem that is happening in our society and how can we fix it? Yes. Okay. That's correct. So what's currently the main news story, Alex, of that has been the case for the past six months? Wow. Uh, now seven, actually. That's sad. Yeah. Um, well, Mike, there's a little thing called the Big Rona going around. The Big Rona. Yeah, correct. You want to tell me more about the Big Rona? So, basically, um, you know, we're all living through it. Everyone's super sad and potentially contagious. Mm-hmm. So, to protect ourselves and others, we are advised to maintain a level of sanitation that we honestly should have maintained beforehand. Yeah, that's another... Th- that's a <laughs> takeaway from this that, like... I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I understand the need for social distancing and masks and stuff like that, and that's very important. Mm-hmm. But like, the amount of information that was going around that is going around about washing your hands properly, it kind of concerns me. Continue yes. though, and also to wear masks to uh, avoid spreading any potential uh, issues to other people, and to protect yourself from any other protective issues that are on the outside. Correct. Correct. Thank you, Alex, very much. Now, uh, as you can see here, I have what is called one of these masks. Yes, it is a simple black mask, very fashionable. Yeah, simple uh, black. I wouldn't say it's fashionable, but yes, it's it's a black black normal mask. And uh, I don't know about you, Alex, but I hate wearing this thing. You do. I I know we have to. And don't get me wrong. I am like... There are people out there that for some reason think that the mask wearing is an infringement on rights. I say that's bogus. <laughs> however, however, I do understand that this thing sucks. Um, I think that I don't think there is anyone out there that gets their rocks off by wearing a mask. A weird way to phrase it, but I would agree. <laughs> At the very least, it's neutral to people it, and nothing more. Yeah, yeah. And I, I get why people are annoyed by it, especially because if you if you talk for a living, it kind of gets in the way, as and, I'm going to demonstrate. Yeah. I have put on the mask, and as you can kind of hear, it is uh, a little bit more muffled, and yeah. I'm sure it's it's not as clear as to what I'm actually saying. Yeah, the uh, the audio level actually decreased on well, the capture. Well, there you go. I'm muzzling myself. You're welcome, audience. Um, but part of the reason for that is because the uh, our vocal cords don't have exactly a lot of room to bounce around in, and also you're sucking in the fabric every time you inhale, so that kind of gets in the way. Okay. So I have designed a little piece of paper which is it, I, I took it out of a paper cup i'm not gonna lie to you guys but in theory this goes in between your mouth and the mask and to to make more room oh. for breathing and speaking shit does this work uh, let's find out all right he's putting it on hold he's, on it's like a little ring he's putting the ring all over his or on the mask and he's putting the mask back on you look ridiculous i know but it kind of works, Holy doesn't it? Holy shit, you sound a lot better. I know, it works. I swear to I, I swear Mike's still wearing his mask. And... I am. I am indeed. And uh the 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 important edges are still touching my face. Uh so it's like the virus, uh, I mean the particles, the droplets are still being contained in this thing, but now you can kind of hear me a little bit better. Your glasses are getting all foggy. Yeah, I know. I'm taking <laughs> them off. Um I'm taking this off too. All right. Um that's cool. I know, right? It kind of it kind of works. I saw I saw something similar on Amazon. I'm not going to lie. This isn't just my idea. Someone else uh, made it with uh, with a piece of plastic, but they're actually kind of super expensive. By super expensive, I mean they're like 
it's like I think it was eight bucks for a pack of three. So compar- plus shipping. Yeah, comparatively for something you can make out of a paper cup. It, I mean, like. It's not worth it in theory. This is a prototype, and the reason I say it's a prototype is because it's kind of uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. Um, and also, like, before I took it off, it, it ended up in my mouth. So I need <laughs> it needs some, some proper designing. You probably need it to be, like, actually attached to the inside of the mask. That's what I was thinking. And I would think probably... A little more smooth of a transition so that it doesn't look like you have like a ring around your mouth. Yeah, it's very, very not discreet. No. You can clearly tell that I have something in my mouth, in my mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought that it was, I thought that that would be a cool thing. And despite, uh, aside from the fact that it's rather uncomfortable and, and is, uh, if I were to wear that for a very long period of time, I mean, mask knee is a thing that I'm sure will still happen. Um, have you experienced mask knee? Mask? Oh, like a like a rash because of a mask? Yeah, the mask acne because like you you containing all the droplets, so like it's perfect breeding ground for mm-hmm. zits. And it's also good. Like there's also friction and stuff. I'd imagine. Yes. Um, I, I have not experienced it myself. I wear masks that are a little more like cottony and like a little looser. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, I have not experienced that. Yeah, it sucks. Um. But uh, what I was gonna say is, Mastini takes a while to uh, to develop. But uh, I have a feeling that if you were to wear this ring for a long period of time, like the imprints would be in your skin because it's not exactly cushiony because it's made out of, like I said, a cut up paper cup. Hmm. But yeah. the idea works and yeah. it functions well. Yeah. So in theory. So that's why I called this a prototype. That was the challenge for this week to make a prototype. Yes. Yeah. And if we needed to wear masks uh, while we were recording. Um, which you know we are social distanced and such. Yeah, we have we we still have the jail uh, glass screen between us. Yes. Yeah. Which is still up mainly because I'm too lazy to take it down. Yeah. It yeah. It takes a lot of work. It does, but I mean, it's also it's also a good precaution to have. I yeah. agree. Um, but it, regardless, if we didn't have these other things, this would be a good way to be able to do what we do mm-hmm. still sound like normal. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, protect ourselves at the same time yeah like i said it looks ridiculous it's a little uncomfortable but it's a thing that works so it's just a little tweaking that is needed at this point so you solved a problem that we almost ran into yeah yeah no i mean well this is still a thing for like teachers or public speakers or anyone that is responsible that is like you know speaking to a large group in in public so like um I'm trying to think of examples besides teachers or uh, or like politicians or something like that. Um, but there are many. There are many people that make their living by speaking. Um, public that, speakers? Public speakers. Well, yeah, but they're, I'm trying to list the different kinds of public speakers. No one's. Uh, I don't think there's anyone that's whose job is literally just to speak publicly. No, there, are mo- there are people who like go around like telling their stories and giving people motivation. Oh, so you're talking like a motivational speaker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Them too. Them too. Yeah. Alex threw a paper airplane. Yeah, we, we were playing with a plane before. Yeah, but anyway, regardless, um, yeah. Uh, so I think, you know, this could be a useful thing for them. Hmm. Yeah. Mike, that is a delightful little invention you have there. Yeah, and it's not technologically advanced. All I did was cut up a paper cup or three. Yeah, you know what? Um, we're going to be posting pictures of our work. Oh, um, are we? Well, because... Dude, this is like a legitimately interesting thing. And people okay. can make this in their own home. Very easily. Hopefully better than me. And if someone needs to be able to speak clearly while wearing a mask, this could legitimately help them. Yeah, sure can. So that's a cool idea. And it's something that can really help 
help someone. So yeah. I think for that alone, we it deserves to go on our Instagram because so, <laughs> most of the things we put up there won't help anyone. So um, so what, I, what I'm trying to ask is, uh, Mark Cuban, are you in? <laughs> yeah, I, I'd invest. Yes! I'd invest. I, di- I beat the Shark Tank. Thank you very much. I wouldn't invest a lot. No, no. Uh, it's it's 15000 for 5%. It's not a lot. Yeah, I'd do I don't. It. I don't think that's a lot. I don't think... I've watched... Minimal amounts of Shark Tank. If I enough lo- to know that Mark Cuban, uh, Mr. Wonderful, are both on it, that's the end of the people I know. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm loaded, I would definitely I would put fifteen grand towards this. Listen, I, if I'm in the paper, if I'm in the paper industry, the paper cup industry, or the mask industry, or health services, I'm investing in this ten yeah, times out of ten. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I probably would have been more inclined to invest in this in like March. Yeah. Yeah. Than, um, well, also we that was back when we thought this was going to be a three week thing. That's also true. Yeah. Uh, less precautions were made immediately because yeah. we didn't expect it to go on. This also, morning. like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it's so weird to think about, but when the virus first started coming out the official recommendation was not to wear a mask to save the, the equipment for the people on on the front line you're right like the nurses and doctors and stuff that is insane to think that yeah. that was the recommendation and then they and then then things changed and they were like no it's probably a good idea for everybody <laughs> to wear this thing yeah. oh yeah um it's interesting yeah. um and it's weird to look back but uh i, I like this idea yeah it has scientific like science behind it. It has science, meaning more space means more sound. You explained how it would work. That yeah. is legitimately interesting. Yeah, it sure is. All right. All right. I like it. I'm glad. All right. Where's your invention, Alex? All right. To follow up with a uh, superior product. I cannot wait. I have to go grab it, so close your eyes. Oh, you have to grab it. Oh, is this a big thing? No, I I just left it over there. Oh, okay. Alex is not prepared. All right. Alex is leaving. Um... Yeah, but I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. Uh, I I believe it's going to be a very stupid invention. I can't wait for. Uh... All right, I'm back. All right, good. Thank right. God. Uh, these I can't. I can't hold the conversation on my own. <laughs> Thank God you're here. Yes. Never leave me again. Mike. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. You can ask me a question. How many times? Seven. Has this happened? How many times has this happened to you? Okay. Probably s- seven. You're sitting with your. <laughs> You're sitting with your friend at a safe social distance, you know, level. Okay. Um, so you're not close enough to talk. Um, you know, there's a physical barrier between you two for safety. And, um, you know, I'm not going to lie. I can't see myself in this situation ever. Well, I'm not done with the part that you've, you, you know, you're more experienced with. Oh, okay. And, you know, your stomach starts a grumbling and you're hungry. Oh, I, I get hungry frequently. But there's no food near you. Oh, I'm angry. But your friend. Uh-huh has raisins and you want some of them raisins i've Mike. never wanted raisins once in my no, life the, this is purely hypothetical hypothetically can we change it to something that's not raisins fine um grapes <laughs> grapes yeah Put so some water in those so, raisins so raisins before raisins all right okay undried raisins anything smaller Moist than raisins. a raisin mike what okay. do you want i'm um, almond okay your friend is having it has almonds. Can it can it be chocolate covered? They're chocolate covered almonds. <laughs> Thank you. And you want some of them chocolate covered almonds. Oh boy, do I. And so you ask your friend like, "Hey, let's call him Alex. Alex, can I get some of them chocolate covered almonds?" A uh, horrible name. And your friends say, and your friend Alex says, "Sure, I don't like almonds. Why do I have these?" So, but then he goes to throw them. 
and because he's a weak little boy, uh, he can't throw them to you far enough. Oh, I fucking walk out the door. I don't want to be friends with this Alex bitch. But not anymore, because for that person, I have a solution. I present to you <laughs> the formerly named Raisin Launcher, but now will be changed to <laughs> Almond Launcher. I'm sorry. Wait, hold. Okay. I have two, two, I have two concerns for this. Sure. <laughs> Number one, do you have raisins, and did I just wreck your demonstration? Um, no, that was going to be part of the bit. Oh, okay. I don't have raisins. Do you have chocolate covered almonds? My, what do you think? You this, brought that up. This pitch already. Of course, fucking, I have. Them. Okay, thank God, because I was going to say this pitch already fucking sucks. Secondly, what I'm looking at <laughs> is literally just a construction of popsicle sticks with a spoon in the middle. It's a ra- it's a raisin launcher. It's it's. A triangle made of popsicle sticks with a spoon in the middle. And a rubber band so it can go back and, like, launch. So you made a catapult. But for raisins. But for uh, but I don't want During raisins. During the pandemic. Okay. It works with chocolate-covered almonds as Alex, well. Alex, could you launch anything with that right now? Yeah, easily. Anything to me and reach me through this glass screen we made? Absolutely. Easily. Okay. So I have this little piece of paper in placement of what would be a raisin it, or a chocolate-covered almond. It's not going to work. It's... Mike, it's not gonna work. Will you put your faith in me once in, no. in your life? Uh, you dropped it already. I gotta, I gotta load it. <laughs> All right, it's loaded. It's looking good, and bam! It did not work. It almost got in the picking bucket. It, that's but it, two feet in front of me. Your, your goal was to get above the glass. All right, ready? One more time. No, it's, I don't want to do that. Bam! Okay. Oh wow, so close. No, that was that was in the air for so long. That was worse. Bam! Oh wow, it got to you. Uh, yeah, you threw it. No, I didn't. So there's two, raisin launcher. There's two issues with Patent this. Pending. There's two issues with this. What do you mean? Uh, you. First of all, I love. I legitimately am <laughs> loving the minimal amount of effort you put hey, into this. Come on, I worked hard on this. Oh yeah. It stands. Oh, it does. It and sure it does. What Whew. did What did you use? Popsicle sticks. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, to hold it together. Hot glue. Oh, okay, cool. So you you did do some hot gluing. Yeah, I cool. made sure it was structurally sound and wouldn't implode on itself. All right, so here's a big problem I have with it. I, it has not taken physics into account at all. I don't understand what you mean, I, I mean, like, the launching point of this is, like, I, I just want to... How do I describe this? It's like it cuts off the arc of the, of the, of the spoon... By putting a, a a popsicle stick exactly at the base of the spoon, so it can't get the full centripetal force involved and follow through. So your arc is going to be cut off every single time. But but raisins. Okay, it won't work with raisins either. And if you had raisins, I would demonstrate that. No, I mean you can't prove this. It would definitely work with raisins. It was designed for raisins. All right, what is heavier than a raisin that it can launch? Um, nothing. It's, it was designed for raisins, Mike. Uh, all right, but do you have a raisin? No. Well, this is a this is an oversight. You cannot prove that. <laughs> I'm glad you did something serious. Uh, launch the bigger pro. This is, by the way, I made two. One for like actual use, and one I made it was super large and did not fit in the mask. But I was like, all right, maybe there are people with big mouths out there. So I'm gonna throw you the big mouth one. Pick that up. And launch it. It's a little bit heavier than a piece of paper. All right. It's not as heavy as a raisin, though. Pew! It did yeah. not work. Well, you it know what, Mike? You know what? For for your non-raisin requests, uh-huh. I, I do have a, a solution, another invention. Okay. Uh, I call it the... Hang on. The, razor la- the, the Raisin Launcher <laughs> Mini. 
Alex just it's, it's, removed the spoon. It's it's good for on the, the raisin go. launcher. It's just it's super easy to use, just like a little like woo. See, and see that see? one works flawlessly. Yeah, that worked flawlessly because you did not cut off the centripetal motion. You were able to get some follow through in there. That is the beauty of the raisin launcher mini. The raisin launcher mini works so much better yeah. than the old raisin launcher. Excellently and I cannot designed. emphasize this enough. The raisin launcher mini is just a freaking spoon. <laughs> it's just a spoon, <laughs> but it works. Why? My invention. I it's not an invention. Yes, it is. It just works. another use for another household object, which is cool, but at best it's a life hack. At best it's a life oh, hack. You insult me. I'm under. I'm unappreciated in my time. Oh yeah. Where's the freaking paper airplane? There it is. Okay. <laughs> Did you notice I I threw it away from you so you wouldn't be able to insult me with it? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So this is my invention. Yeah. I mean. It's you, funny. Are you investing? It's fun. No. For the lols. I'm Mr. Wonderful, and I am out. But for the lols. Out. L the lols. Mr. Wonderful doesn't lull. <laughs> I, sh I really hope his name is Mr. Wonderful, and I didn't just get that mixed up with another adjective. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about Shark Tank. So. Oh, well, I know Mark Cuban is on there. Mark Cuban will be out, too. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for believing in me. Uh-huh. I mean... Do you want to talk me through as to why I should invest in this? No, there's no reason. <laughs> it's just a bad... It was just for the funnies, and I couldn't think of anything else I thought it would be funny. Oh, thank God it is Mr. Wonderful. His name is Kevin O'Leary, but we call him Mr. Kevin Wonderful. Kevin O'Leary. Even though by any objective measure, he is not a wonderful man. He's kind of a piece of shit. Kevin O'Leary, come on the show yeah. and uh, tell us whether or not you're in. He will immediately be out on this podcast. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I think you you would have a chance. I, I would have a chance that with was this a, thing. That was a, that's a legitimately good idea. Yeah. That prototype is not like good no but the I would idea need to is good it. i would need to perfect it yeah the raisin launcher mini works yeah it's a good idea it's, it's it a fits spoon. in your pocket it's a spoon it's a spoon it's <laughs> it not even also like, double as a spoon it's not even like a designed thing <laughs> like you know how like um I, I can't even think of any examples offhand but like there used to be like just plain and simple objects that were like advertised to kids because they had like Ben 10 on them or whatever. Yes. This doesn't even have like a raisin theme to it. It's just a fucking metal spoon. <laughs> I can't believe you're not supporting your friend, Mike. I cannot support this. this uh, you is know, solid I'd, D plus work. It's no. I actually, if I was grading this, I would give you a D solely because you put together a shitty popsicle structure, but I would not give you any more than that. <laughs> Uh, in retrospect, I guess I should have researched catapults yeah. and raisins. Yeah, probably. Um, but you know what? I stand by my work. It's just like enjoyable enough for me to to milk it for like a good like ten minutes on this podcast. Yeah. Um, and you know what? It accomplished its real hidden goal, which was to make you laugh. Yeah, I it guess was to you're make right. all of you laugh. And you know what? It was kind of delightful. Thank you, Mike. Kind That's of. my brand. Useless, but delightful. Oh, all right. We'll take it. We'll Yay. Take it. <laughs> uh, this was weird. This was a weird show. It started out, like, really nice and, like, legitimately helpful to people, and I then I came in with, like, a literal <laughs> sledgehammer. I mean, no. It's it's actually kind of, like, it's, it's funny. It's very funny. And if, uh, legitimately, if you had a bigger, like, lever, and it, it, it would work. It's just... The spoon is not big enough. If you put another, like, if you put another, if you put a floor here, I'll, I'll say this. If you put a floor 
in between in, in like halfway through the structure so that the the spoon can rest on it and then can actually get some follow through when you're launching the when you're launching it it might work mm-hmm. it's just was not thoroughly thought through you know it's thank you um you know <laughs> no, what? i mean it's not that's not i didn't actually know an insult that wasn't an insult Okay. It legitimately was not thoroughly thought through. Oh, okay, cool. That's the whole bit, Mike. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually just funny, because the reason I thought of this, um, well, also I wanted raisins, but bef- but <laughs> before that, when I was younger, um, I used to like go on YouTube and find like like little DIY like medieval weapons made out of household objects, and this was a catapult. A catapult made out of uh, like popsicle sticks and a plastic spoon was there. Uh huh. Um, so I did my best from memory instead of actually looking up the video as to not uh, get copyright infringement did for you, my product. No, but you could have Googled catapult. Um, yes, that was a slight oversight as we previously discussed. <laughs> because a catapult is kind of public domain. I don't think there's a trademark on the catapult. <laughs> it's public domain on a catapult. <laughs> that's delightful. Um, but that's kind of what I thought about this. I also liked to make little bows and arrows out of pens. Yeah, no, those are fun. Those, those are, are fun. fun. Can I um can I transition to a completely irrelevant story about public domain that I found hysterical and delightful? Well, you know, we got 10 minutes. Why not? Okay. <laughs> um so I don't know if you're aware of this, but the the movie Enola Holmes came out on Netflix. Um, say that again. Enola Holmes. Have you I, not? Have you not heard of this? No. It was apparently a popular book series, which I was unaware of. But um, Enola Holmes is kind of like it's basically a children's movie feminist thing of uh, of um, the Sherlock Holmes story, and it's kind of delightful. Basically, Enola Holmes is Sherlock Holmes's long lost younger sister. Of course. And it's she's played by Millie Bobby Brown, Eleven from oh, Stranger Things. She's delightful. She really is, and. The movie was rough, but she was lovely. Um, it was very hard to follow. The story was just kind of all over the place, and she just did mm-hmm. stuff, which was fun if for a kids' movie. But I, but you know, that's pretty much it. But anyway, so most of Sherlock Holmes mm-hmm. is in the public domain, uh, yeah. which is why fucking everybody can Robert Downey Jr. and Benedict Cumberbatch. And Henry Cavill, Superman, played Sherlock Holmes in this movie. All the heroes. All, all the everybody plays uh, plays Sherlock Holmes, and every studio has a Sherlock Holmes movie. And that's why. Um, but there are certain books. The later few books of Sherlock Holmes are kept under copyright mm-hmm. by Arthur Conan Doyle's estate. Arthur Conan Doyle being the author of Sherlock Holmes, who is long dead, but his estate has the copyright to all those, all those, the all newer that stuff. Ones. Yeah. So, have you seen the BBC's Sherlock? I've seen a few episodes. It's really good. Okay, Benedict Cumberbatch is really is really really good. Yes, he's also a huge dick, right? That is correct. Yeah, and the reason why was because in the books Sherlock Holmes was a huge dick for the vast majority of the time. Sure. And then the readers were like, "Hey, Arthur, can you make Sherlock Holmes not so much of a fucking cock? Could you like <laughs> not make him unenjoyable?" And so in the later few books. Sherlock Holmes became, you saw some character development. He became more warm, more fuzzy. And in this movie, purely by demand, Sherlock Holmes had to be a lovely, like a kind of loving older brother to make the movie work. That's cool. And because of that, 
Arthur Conan Doyle's estate is suing Enola Holmes <laughs> for making for copyright infringement because Sherlock Holmes is just too damn nice. Sherlock Holmes is nice. <laughs> You're not allowed to make him nice. I liked Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes, which means you did it wrong. And I thought that I just I found that so hysterical. Yes. Question: Is he someone you would want to get a beer with? If you answer yes, we can legally sue you. <laughs> we can rob you of everything you own. Wow. And it, it's funny just because they do, like, have a case, although it is ridiculous. Yeah, like, they could. The, the, their case is essentially you use the Sherlock Holmes from our books, but you need to use the early. Yeah, it's. Exactly. It's ridiculous. That's so funny. It's wow. just like, I just love the idea of just like, sure, the Sherlock Holmes that I know. Would not be a good older brother. He's a Fuck piece you. of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Give me your money. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I want to keep an eye on that case. Yeah. I, I really wins. actually kind of want to see where it ends up. Because that's an interesting legal dilemma. I yeah. bet you Legal Legal is going to do something about that. Like a video I, about it. I would love it if he did. I really would. Um, But, I mean, we'll see. Because that's, yeah, that's an interesting subject. Like, I don't, I literally where, don't know who's in the right. Yeah. Know? Where is the line drawn? Yeah. I mean... Honestly, they took it from the book. So if they wanted to, if they wanted to have a complaint that Sherlock Holmes was not nice, they shouldn't have taken it up with the movie. I assume because I haven't read the book. I just know that there was one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I thought that. I think I just yeah. Like I said, it's kind of a hysterical, delightful <laughs> little dilemma. That is funny. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, anyway, Mike. Yeah. This was a fun little endeavor. It sure was. And I think we started out with inventions, ended up with copyright infringement. Yeah, that's usually how it goes with us, though. Yeah, and it that is does. a like reasonable like transition. Between, a little bit uh, between an episode. A little bit, just not in the way you would expect. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, Mike, uh, would you like to pick from this picking bucket here? Sure. Well, we got to play the song first. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Time to pick from the bucket. Time to pick from the bucket now. And now we have played the song. Yes. Now, Alex, here's the thing. You told me that I want I can pick from the bucket, but we're not going to pick from the bucket today. No, because next week is a is a scheduled episode. It my is friend. a scheduled episode. And do I dare say it? It may very well be both of our favorite episode of the entire year. It really is. I will say, uh, so, okay, you you do the reveal. Do the reveal. Well, next week uh, is the last Sunday before Halloween. Uh, yeah. So, as is tradition, uh, the two of us are going to do a spooky episode. Yes. So, unfortunately, Halloween falls on the Saturday, so we are a full six days <laughs> too early for Halloween. But you could always listen to it on Halloween if you want. Right. Um, so, in the in the two years past, what we've done is we've done either a true crime story or a supernatural story. Yes. Yeah. I believe... I believe we've had, like, a healthy mixture of both. Yeah, I did. I think we both did Serial Killers the first year. Yes, and then we kind of expanded into just, like, genuine horror. I did, uh, yeah, I, you did the you did the, the Creeper Man, right? I did The Watcher, and yeah. you did Dear David. Yes, that's right. Um, which, both, I, I, I liked last, ep- last year's episode. Yes, and I do too, but yeah. I hope we can top it this year. Yeah, I sure hope so too. So tune in next week for our Halloween episode. Ooh. It's it's like like Alex said, it's legitimately our favorite episode of the year. So, so, we, so we go all out. We, we go all, we, we're going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a pumpkin down here. But and We are? I'll, I'll bring a pumpkin down here. Sure, why not? Um, the uh, only thing that I'm a little nervous about is both 
years prior, I kind of had in the back of my mind what I wanted to do. Like I knew Gainesville Ripper a few weeks before. Mm-hmm. I knew Dear David from the moment I read Dear David. That was what you wanted to do. Yeah. I don't have anything right now. Well, neither do I. Yeah, so, so we're we're gonna we're gonna see. I mean, we're gonna have a lot of fun next year, yes. next week. But, hopefully, uh, hopefully it's not it's finally not the time where we just end up doing the exact same story. There's so much horror and true crime out there. There is literally like uh, an obscene amount of true crime podcasts mm-hmm. and paranormal podcasts. My favorite murder. Uh, that's why we drink. Last pa- podcast on the left. There's so many more that, but like. They haven't done the same thing yet. If we do the same thing, I'm going to be kind of annoyed. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, well, that will hopefully not happen. I'm so excited because, again, this is just like, this is my favorite time of year in general. So being able to tell scary stories with you is always a delight. Yes, it is. All right. So tune in next week for our spooktacular spook episode. Spook episode. Uh, and uh, that that'll be it. That's it. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for tuning. In. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. Uh, this is the one hundred and thirteenth. I think so. Episode of the weekly undertaking. Um, thank you guys so much for 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 joining us and for uh listening to us. As you as I mentioned, this is the hundred and thirteenth episode. That means we have one hundred and twelve probably other episodes for your listening pleasure. Uh, we have covered a wide variety of topics from true crime to inventions to pretty much. Everything else at this point. Yes. Um, maybe not everything because we still have stuff to cover. But I mean, if you if there's something that you are interested in, we have probably an episode about it. So please scroll through our uh, our uh, our podcast listing and find an episode for your listening pleasure. Uh, you found us once. Make sure you can find us again. Subscribe to us on whatever forum you're listening to us on right now, and leave a rate and review because that really does help. Uh, get some of your friends to come join the podcast, join the torture. It'll be great. It'll be so fun. Yeah. We also have uh, our artists that help us do what we do. We have Adam Rudy who does the music, and Winston De Jesus, who does the podcast cover art. If you like what you hear and what you see, please give them some love on their social medias, which are also in the description below. And we also have a form in the description if you want to help us out. If you want to have, if you have an idea for a uh, challenge and you're like, wow, these idiots haven't thought of this yet. This would be a great <laughs> episode. What the hell are they doing? Help us. Help us to not be the idiots. Leave a, leave a, um, we have a form in the description where you can click on and submit your suggestions. If you submit it, we will make a genuine, probably, attempt to uh, do it as long as it is not going to bring us physical harm. And uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's all. Oh, also, if you like uh, what we do, support our sponsor, Audible.com. Yeah. Use the code POSTFUN for a 30-day free trial for thousands of audiobooks and periodicals and uh, ev- many, many other things that you uh, can listen to. Audible Originals uh, as well. And they have a lot. Please use code post fun for a 30 day free trial and that's all so thank you guys so much for tuning in this week uh until next week don't forget to stay stay safe wear your mask and most importantly don't forget to challenge yourself and buy the raisin launcher mini available now in the uh the the silverware aisle i am begging you do (laughs) not waste your money (laughs) all right bye guys goodbye goodbye